0: Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us here at CatholicPhilly.com. We are the digital media channel of the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, bringing you news of the Catholic faith as it's lived out here, and thanks to our partner, Catholic News Service, across the nation and the world. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, great to see you.
1: Hello again, Gina.
0: And we are on site here at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania, for what's become a very favorite Lenten tradition of mine. We put the seminarians completely on the spot and ask them to explain to us all of the Sunday Gospels in Lent. And for the crowning jewel of those Gospels, we are pleased to welcome Bernard Ekeagu, who is here with us to talk about the Palm Sunday the Lord's Passion Gospels. Bernard, welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: We are so pleased. And please correct me on the pronunciation of your name. No, you,
2: you're doing you're doing good. Okay, yeah, it's, all it's, right, it's, it's good.
0: Uh, off yes. air, I was a little. It took me a few tries. Bernard, where
2: are you from? Um, originally, I'm from Nigeria in uh, Southeast Nigeria, um, Imo State to be precise. I was born and raised here. I moved here uh, four years ago. So. I'm I'm trying to become like an American as I, as I move forward since I'll be uh, doing my priestly work here. So Well, you moved to the best place in the world, so you're welcome. Yes, I, I can see that. Yes. And we are pleased
0: <laughs> to have you. And then locally, you are from which parish?
2: Uh, St. Coleman in Ardmore. Pretty good. Very close to the seminary. So. Yes, it is.
0: Beautiful church, too. Yes. It is beautiful. All right. Well, Matt, what are the Gospels, plural, for this Sunday? Yes,
2: yeah, so the...
1: Uh, the, we'll hear a, a gospel proclamation to begin our Palm Sunday, or Passion Sunday Mass, and that is Jesus' triumphant entrance into Jerusalem, uh, where he's lauded with palm fronds and the acclamation of the people. But later we'll hear about the passion narrative, that is the narrative of the gospel where uh, there's the trial of Jesus, he is crucified, and he dies. And that is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 23, verses 1 to 49. And it, um, it ends as uh, when Jesus dies on the cross, when he surrenders his spirit to the Father. We all kneel at that point in commemoration of that. And after that, the last section of that gospel is when a centurion um, witnessed all that happened, and he glorifies God, saying, this man was innocent beyond doubt. And it also mentions the women who had followed our Lord from Galilee, and they saw these events. So we see in this gospel reading witnesses who are passing on what they've witnessed and what they've observed. And uh, we take part in that again as well. Throughout this narrative, we're asked to take the part of the crowd that shouts, crucify him. So, Bernard, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about this, um, try to keep it under a couple of hours. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> Difficult to do. Yeah. Where yeah. to begin? I will do my best. Um, <laughs>
1: so what do you think about that? Again, these are the witnesses, these people witnessing these events of our salvation and telling what they've seen. What does that mean to us?
2: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the uh, the crowds because that was where I actually leaned on in my reflection for this gospel. You know, first of all, I would like to begin by saying that uh, as these various themes of this gospel uh, passage unfolds, a lot of characters unfold force with it and what these characters have in common is the person of our Lord Jesus Christ because our Lord Jesus Christ is the main character in the story of our salvation and as I was reflecting on the scene of the trial of our Lord Jesus Christ especially when Pilate brought out Barabbas and and placed him side by side with Jesus and as they cried whom they want to be released. Which, which of them, Barabbas or Jesus? And and the crowd made a choice of Barabbas. And eventually the crowd started clamoring for the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ. They, they were saying crucify him, crucify him. And I, I, I was surprised because this was the same crowd at, at the blessing of palms that we are shouting blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord and now they are shouting crucify him crucify him and i was thinking what went wrong and the only explanation i could come to was that it was through the incitement of the scribes and the saint Henry and the, the chief priests that that the, the crowd was turned against jesus just to persuade pilate to crucify our lord and eventually pilate Gave in to the demands of the crowd and had Jesus crucified, and released Barabbas, who was guilty of the offences he was charged with. And one thing that I, I like about, about what Pilate did for 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 Barabbas is that it is, it is the same thing that our, that God the Father does for us. Just like Pilate released Barabbas from the from the guilt and the and the punishment that is due his crime. God the Father releases us from the punishment and the guilt that is due to our sin. And His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, takes this guilt, this this punishment that is due to our sin upon Himself. And this this is a source of goodness for us. First of all, because it shows us the immensity of the love of Jesus and of the Father. What love is greater than this, that a man should lay down his life for his friends? This is the greatest form of love, and that is what Jesus Christ does for us. And it is a source of encouragement for all of us, especially those of us who think that we are unlovable, who think because of what we have done, we cannot be loved. God the Father is telling us that no matter what we have done, we are still lovable. That is why he sent his only begotten Son to die on the cross for us.
0: It's like you see humanity at its absolute worst yes. and God at his absolute, absolute best, although God. he could never be better than he already is. But you know what I mean? Like yes. it's just the contrast yes. is that striking. I had never really focused on that, that contrast that you said that, you know, Pilate in some way is kind of showing what's really unbeknownst yeah. to Pilate taking place, you know, yeah. that's incredible.
1: And how that, yeah. this is one of the most saddest um, gospels that we read. And yet in it is this cause for joy because our yes. Lord has taken the suffering that we're reading about in intimate detail upon himself. And that's the cause of our joy, because we have salvation through this unjust act that is transformed into mercy and salvation, right?
2: Yeah.
0: And that's the sticking point. I think a lot of people, I think we all struggle at some level with seeing how could good be brought from such horrific injustice. You know, I remember priests saying, like, don't worry, the worst moment on earth already happened. That's when they crucified Christ. In that moment, it almost just seems impossible to human thinking that any good can come of it. And yet at the same time, those of us, you know, who, who hear these Gospels sometimes can become so immune to them in a, in a sense. You know, we just okay, and this is the part where, and this is this line, and this is that line. Talk about how do we make this new again in our hearts? How do we embrace this anew, having heard it so many times before?
2: Yeah, I think this this particular gospel is is ever new in our hearts because the word of God is always alive and active and it, it is new, especially the the, the the trial of Jesus when the people we are choosing Barabbas over Jesus. Every day in our lives we, we are placed with a choice, especially when we have to make a moral decision. We are placed with a choice of whether Jesus or Barabbas. And how do we choose Jesus over Barabbas? We choose Jesus over Barabbas when, when, when we live in a in a man Are worthy of our Christian calling, worthy of those who have been saved by the precious blood of Jesus. But but we choose Barabbas when we live in a manner not worthy of our calling as Christians. That is when, that is how we can make that contrast. That is how we, this gospel comes alive for us because every day in our life, so long as we live in this life, we are always placed with that choice every day. Do we choose Jesus or do we choose Barabbas? The choice is yours. I hope you choose Jesus. And this
1: gospel, this Mass, is, starts Holy Week for us. So, uh, you know, how can we take this gospel and apply it to the events that are going to be happening throughout Holy Week, from Holy Thursday to Good Friday to Holy Saturday and onward to the next Sunday, which is Easter Sunday? How can this kind of set the scene?
2: I mean, this particular gospel sets the scene because, you know, from... from from, from, from the Triacin to the to, to Calvary, from there to, to his tomb, and from, from after three days, Jesus rises again. This is setting the scene because it shows us that God is in control of whatever that will happen, that eventually the the victory that God has planned for His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, will be fulfilled on the resurrection morning. So all of this that is happening, even though uh, it might seem that God has abandoned Jesus, it might seem that Pilate and the chief priest and the Sanhedrin are in control. Ironically, they are not. It might seem that way, but God is in control, and this is setting the same for the resurrection morning, because with the control of God, Jesus Christ will be raised from the death through the power of the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen to that. Amen. Thank you so much. We so appreciate you taking the time to share those insights. And as you said, we have that choice every day. Let us choose the risen Jesus, the one who suffered and died for us.
2: powerful preaching. Thank you, Baron. No problem. I hope it, it helps people who hear it.
0: Amen to that. The Spirit speaks through you. Thank you again. We we wish you all the best on your journey to priesthood and the journey through the rest of Lent. Please be assured of our prayers, and we ask for yours in return. Of
2: course. Thank you. I will I'll always remember you guys in my prayers.
0: Thank you. Thank you. God thank bless. Thank
2: you. And bless you, too.
0: You've been listening to CatholicPhilly.com from the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. Thanks so much to our publisher, Archbishop Nelson Perez, our editor, Matt Gambino, to our seminarians, to you, our listeners, and of course, to our Lord, without whom none of this would be possible. You can find us online at CatholicPhilly.com, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Catholic Philly. I'm your host, Gina Christian, and until next time, may God bless and keep you.